0: Okay. Hello, everybody. This is your favorite Bronze Age Spider-Man comic book podcast. Here comes the Spider-Cast. I am your co-host, Michael, and as always, I'm joined by...
1: Joshua Mervell. And today, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man comics from September of 1982. We're going to start things off with The Amazing Spider-Man number 232. Then we're going to move over to Marvel Team-Up 121. And then finish things off with Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man number 70.
0: Yes, and we are going to start off with Amazing number 232 featuring a freaking amazing cover. Great day in the morning. John Romita Jr. is on a roll. What do you think of this cover here, Josh?
1: It's really cool. Uh,
0: (laughs) It's amazing.
1: Yeah, the the inking is really cool. Um, So we have... uh, Oh, I can't remember... Uh, Mr. Hyde's, Hyde. I can't remember Hyde's real name, like his alter uh, ego. Calvin
0: um, something.
1: Yeah. I will find out. So but... so we see him kind of in like his, I guess, Jekyll form. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, like kind of in the background, and he's drinking this potion. And then we see another uh, uh, image of him. And he's his glasses are flying off and he's hiding his face. And then the next one, mm-hmm. he's kind of getting bigger and... and like stretching his suit and he's covering his face, and then in the foreground, we have him just screaming. <sighs> and like his, his one eye is kind of like half closed, and the other is huge, and mm-hmm. his mouth is just agape, and his hair is flying everywhere. Is a really fr- great
0: so good. And we've got the spider signal on the bottom there, kind right. of you know. Um, and also, I want to point out this is definitely a Kirby esque type of cover. But the inking, which is by Al Milgram, it gives it sort of a, I would say, a Joe Kubert feel. It it feels very Mm. textury and uh, close to what Frank Miller was doing at the time, but a little bit different. Yeah. This cover, again, uh, John Romita Jr. is on a roll at this point. Like This cover is amazing. It like explodes off the newsstand. If you saw this in a store, you would have to buy it. There's no question, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, so yeah, so we open up to another great image. Now, now we've got John Romita Jr. inked by Jim Mooney, and I, and like I've always said, I love Jim Mooney, but I don't think he's the best match for John Romita Jr. And you can see in, a, in the way that he kind of softens up the power of these figures. What do you think?
1: Yeah, um, I think. I mean, that he's still good. He. I think it's. I think it's pretty good. I. I don't know. For me, it didn't take me out a whole lot. Okay. Um. I. To be honest, I didn't really notice um, a problem with the inking, but like, what what were you talking? Like, what were you thinking specifically?
0: Well, it's like it's hard to explain, but mm-hmm. it, on the front cover, Al Milgram, the way that he texturizes the inks, it mm-hmm. uh, it 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 also. It reflects the feeling of the character for one thing, but it also doesn't take away from the power of the figures, like the Kirby-esque figures. Whereas on the inside, we've got this great shot of Hyde, you know, crawling sort of, you know, hunched over over the top of the roof, and he's like hunched over, and it's really cool. But he looks fine, but there's something about the way Spider-Man's inked where it's like Jim Mooney is softening up the, the figures just a little bit too much and I think it right. takes away the power a little bit especially with Spider-Man like the way that it looks like very feathery the way that he's inked like the webs in his costume and stuff like that it's not mm-hmm. bad It's just it just takes away the power a little bit I think okay but anyway it's still amazing it's an amazing opening shot I think it's mm-hmm. really powerful
1: it's really and- great I, I also <laughs> I love the like the recap that Spidey gives at the beginning it's so like right it's so fast and like it right. some it sums up the entire last issue in like one bubble it's it's great right i love it uh, yeah, yeah i it starts off i don't believe this i go to all this trouble of finally capturing cobra and what happens his ex-partner Mr. Hyde shows up with blood in his eyes, nearly smashes up a chunk of the building and causes me to twist my ankle on the bargain. <laughs> yeah. I can't win. It's great. Uh-huh. Like it's just like <laughs> it's almost like he's summarizing the entire thing in one breath of a sentence.
0: Right, right. Yeah. For for no one's benefit but ours, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: yep. So basically, yeah, so then this is kinda of weird because Spider Man has got the Cobra, but Mr. Hyde wants him. So Spider Man mm-hmm. is is running away from Mr. Hyde, trying to keep Cobra away from him, but Mr. Hyde is doing everything he can to, to, to get him. So he's mm-hmm. like ripping up this uh, air vent and throwing it at him and then he's he's gripping an electrical wire out of a roof and trying to electrocute them with it. It's really yeah. cool.
1: <laughs> it's really great that he just like peeps he- like smashes the ground to w- rip up the, the electrical wires and it's 220 volt cables yeah. and it doesn't even affect him in the slightest. Uh-huh. He's using it as a whip to try to hit Spider-Man. It's yep. really great. Yeah.
0: Freaking awesome. Yeah. And then we cut over to, we cut away from the action and we cut in on, um, this is uh, Marla from the Daily Bugle and uh, what's his name? Ned, Ned Leeds. Leeds. Yeah. Right. And so they and they're meeting up with uh, who is it? Um, oh, Lance Bannon, mm-hmm. who we just saw. Didn't we just see him in the uh, Treasury Edition review? I think we did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so basically, so anyway, so we cut outside, and there's a. I love this that we see the consequences of the battle. I, so this piece, of this building, is smashed through this cab. Right.
1: It's so great. I really, really love that. It feels like it feels so real right like usually with these big like amazing spider-man style uh fights with the villains a lot of stuff gets destroyed and it's kind of just mayhem as they're punching each other and then that's it here we really kind of see the consequence of that even if it's just like a small thing that happens with a character we don't really know uh right this character almost dies because of something like the the action that's happening and the, the chaos above, you know, above the streets of, of New York up on the buildings as like, you know, half ripped, ripped up buildings are flying around and smashing into things. And um, yeah, so we, so we see the, this cab driver uh, almost die because a building crushes his car and it like just miss, misses the cab. Right. sorry it, it crushes the cab but it misses the driver misses the driver, driver right yes. right so um uh spider-man also takes note of that and tries to uh uh kind of limit the 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 destruction and realizes like wait why am i trying to save cobra right why, why am i trying He's to like, save this goon? why i should just give him exactly what he wants
0: Right, it's like, here, you can have him, so he tosses him back to him, but he puts some sticky, because Spider-Man, let's be clear, for those that don't know, Spider-Man does have different uh, settings on his web shooter, he has like mm-hmm. a net, he has like a, 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 like a rope, and then this is like his sticky webbing, so he uses it to make Mr. Hyde's hand stick to Cobra's head, right, mm-hmm. so it's kind of funny, so then for the rest of the issue, he's, they're stuck together, so again, right, at least for a little bit, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. A, for a little bit, yeah. So yeah, so now Spider Man is or Mister Hyde is ripping up another chimney and throwing it at Spider Man, and he's he's swinging it back and then he's smashing it. And it's just a classic superhero supervillain fight.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I love that he throws the building and he webs it up and he like swings it around back at him mm-hmm. and he just punches it and all the bricks just go flying around him.
0: Right. Really, great. really, really
1: great. Yeah. And um, then, and, then, and then, sorry, go ahead. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and then uh, of course, after that, they destroy another water tower.
0: Right, you have to. Right, it's a, it's a Spidey <laughs> we'll, comic.
1: If we're on a building, we're destroying a water tower. Yep. That's that's the rule. Um. So, uh, yeah, they he breaks this water tower, and uh, Spider-Man kind of has to leap out of the way, and. Uh, uh he and then oh he, he right he has to um save ned right because he's on the rooftop trying to take pictures of the action that's going on and uh yeah he he jumps out of the way of the water tower but the water looks like it's about to crash and, and it flies him off of the building he goes and he webs him up real quick and uh oh sorry it's Lance Bannon that falls off, right yeah ned. it's Lance
0: Bannon yeah ned's um, on top of the building yeah
1: right uh ned ned yeah ned uh grabs onto like a pole that's sticking up and lance gets thrown off so uh yeah spider-man like saves him just in the nick of time like he barely Mm. makes it uh and uh of course (laughs) lance is like upset that spider-man didn't save the camera and starts like you know bad mouthing him and uh spider-man leaves scant minutes later uh and we cut back to lance and his mouth's all webbed up it's great yeah
0: yep i love it Mm -hmm. so then uh so then yeah and then so he we cut over to mr hyde is still got the cobra and it's funny because they're uh you know they're they're uh Ta- sort of talking about what's gone on before, and then they get into this little argument, and then Mister Hyde is like, "Your face is known to the police. You must wear disguise when you come and go." Y- yes, a false beard. I keep an extra in my helmet lining in case. Good, and then he just punches him in the face. So the sound great. effect is wood. Punches him in the face, knocks him out, drags him the rest of the way. It's right. really cool. Yeah, so,
1: it's it's really great to see like how Weaselly Cobra is, and how like. Right just intimidating hide is right because yeah he normally like the bad guy or you know the character that's being questioned would like put up a fight like i'll never tell you and then right bad guy kind of has to do something like harm him or like you know you know do something to kind of make him talk just immediately he's like yep uh this is the address to my building and i'm hiding yeah. again it's like okay <laughs> yeah yeah he must have a disguise to go yep it, it, it's in my hat it's in my hat and then uh-huh. just thud he drags him back to the apartment it's yeah so so great
0: I love it yep so Uh, yeah so then Peter goes back to Empire mm -hmm. State University and uh, you know he's talking about how he gave up his teaching assistant job right he uh, goes back to his desk to pack up uh, all his stuff right and then he crosses paths um, almost with um, Marcy who he may or may not have had kernel knowledge of but we're not Mm -hmm. sure and she's trying to convince him to uh, to see something in the lab, and he's like, "Oh uh, no, some other time, okay." He's pulling a he's pulling a Roger Stern era Peter Parker. He's mm-hmm. like, no, "I got to get out of here, uh, Peter." Wait, you don't, Peter? And then he's gone. But guess what? They were planning a good luck Peter, you know, going away party for him. So we've got right. um, Marcy, we've got his other buddies, and of course, poor Deborah Whitman, right? Yeah, who still suspects that Peter is Spider Man, and she's pretty sure at this point. If not a hundred percent sure,
1: right? And she she's nervous, right? That um, but he's, he's in danger, right? Right, because right. she she knows why he's avoiding them and like trying to run off, right? Exactly. So yeah.
0: So then we cut over to um, Mr. Hyde and Cobra sneaking back into Cobra's building, but of course they're Mr. Hyde is in his uh, Calvin uh, Calvin Zabo. Uh, Identity, And so he looks like a normal guy. And so he's pretending um, we haven't seen each other in some time. And, well, I'm afraid he just had too much to drink. So, again, his hand is still stuck to Cobra. So he's Mm got to pretend to be carrying him, right? Mm -hmm. And so then they go back up to the thing, to the apartment. And the first thing he does is take some of his potion and turn back into Mr. Hyde, which is another... Pretty cool sequence, right? Where we mm-hmm. see his face up close and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, his
1: eyes are all like red and veiny, and yeah, it's right. really cool. And then, and then
0: uh, yeah, go ahead. Yep.
1: Oh, uh, I was gonna say, yeah, it's it's really great that he uh, he uses some of uh, Cobra's like acid, right? That he's got concentrated acid to melt the webs off.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but it like burns. It burns Mister Hyde's hand. Uh, more than it burns the webbing but he does he he doesn't really even flinch he just kind of goes blast it more effect on my hand than it is my we- than it is the webbing and then he rips his hand off of cobra and then just kind of ha- puts his hand into a fist in the, the right the web kind of just oozes off and his hand is smoking from the ass
0: right it's so cool <laughs> yeah it's so
1: great uh so yeah, uh, and, and
0: like the dialogue is great it's like coming to cobra good i want you conscious for this hide what what are you doing to me i don't know it's just yeah. funny how tough he is and it's just mm-hmm. it's a it's a little bit funny but it's just really i don't know a great characterization here I for think. sure it's awesome yep
1: yeah so then he uh, yeah he ties up cobra in these like crazy like cuffs i guess like the mm-hmm. hog ties him almost and then rips off the fake beard just as Spider-Man crashes right. through the window and starts uh, uh, punching and fighting Mister Hyde, right? And there's some really great panels on original eight and digital. Uh, sorry, yeah, digital nineteen, original eighteen. Yes. Um, so we, we, the first panel we have, uh, Spider-Man on the uh, on the wall, just as he comes in and kicks. Mr. Hyde he kind of ricochets and goes under the wall and I love that he has his ankle webbed up yes. did you notice that yes. I, I love no, that I didn't it's,
0: notice that yeah. that's so
1: great uh yeah because he had mentioned uh briefly before that he twisted his ankle up on the rooftop in their first encounter uh so yeah he, he's all webbed up now and ready to fight and uh uh you know Mr. Hyde charges at him and he Bashes into the wall. Then we have this like one panel where we have like three different Mr. Hyde's and four different Spider-Man uh, kind of like transparent almost to, to show that there's movement. Right. And Mr. Hyde is just like frantically punching and Spider-Man is like gracefully jumping up and dodging mm-hmm. him and it's just enraging him. And then that last panel on the page is like this kind of like this profile shot. And it, it, it's an extreme, close-up of mr hyde's mouth and he's just screaming i'll i'll kill
0: you right and And like it's
1: it's not even in a word bubble it's just like these giant red block lettering that's coming out of his mouth it's great
0: yeah i love it i love Mm it um and then um and then basically the fight comes to an end but with spider-man um punching him in the back of the head and then webbing up his face (laughs) right
1: (laughs) he flings him off a building and right. uh, that's enough to knock him out. Right. Like this probably like, you know, a hundred story building. I know like it's, it's ridiculous, huge. but I
0: love it. I love it.
1: And uh, yeah, we, we know that he's alive because he kind of st- stands up and then stumbles and falls down unconscious. So, right. Um, yeah. Then we <laughs> cut to Cobra, which is such a crazy moment. He to escape the 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 uh, the chains like hit the cuffs oh. that he's in. He has to rip off his um, costume, but uh-huh. then he also – he says he had to rip free of my costume and lose a few inches of skin.
0: Yeah, that's disgusting.
1: But at last, I'm free. Like, it's right. It's so gross, and it's kind of graphic. Like, it's there's blood dripping off his arm, and, like, yes. his whole, like, forearm is – Bloody, because he had to like literally take off skin. Like I was right. su- so surprised when reading that because this is kind of like a fun, like lighthearted, and campy story. So mm-hmm. when I saw that, I was like, "Whoa, that, that's that." Yeah, that took me aback. But it, but it also makes sense too because he's he's the cobra, right? Like snakes right. shed their skin, so it yes, was also kind of like fitting for his character. And I'm, I'm wondering if that's kind of part of the his power set. I don't know. Yeah, I'm
0: not sure. I don't know to be honest.
1: But I thought that was pretty interesting. So, yeah, he he's uh trying to sneak away. And then Spider-Man stops him. And then <laughs> he turns around to the police as they barge in and just says, please take me away. Lock <laughs> me up. I just can't take any more of this. Yeah. So great. Awesome. Yeah. Yep.
0: I mean, again, it's a nice little ending. Mm-hmm. I, this there's not this is not a, a substantial story but i think it's so much fun that i really enjoyed it as yeah. usual right what about you
1: yeah no it, it was really great uh again it was just kind of like a small little story it wasn't it wasn't trying to be too complex it was just again there to tell the story it wanted to tell and then that was it and i think they they really um wrote it really well and then uh uh the art really lended to it so it was definitely definite recommend
0: for me Right, absolutely, definitely recommended. Uh, definitely a recommendation for me mm-hmm. as well. So that brings us to Marvel Team Up. Marvel Team yeah. Up number what is it? Number one twenty one. Oh, sorry, that's yeah. Sorry,
1: sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Seventy is, is uh, spectacular.
0: Right, right, this right. Week, this week, yeah. Marvel Team Up uh, with Spider Man and the Human Torch. Um, right. So yeah, do you want to talk about this one, Josh? Uh, yeah. With the cover. The, this
1: cover i i think it's pretty cool um uh we have uh speed demon like zipping through the shot uh it's really cool we kind of get him in the background and then like a couple of him in the foreground it's just like showing how fast he's moving Mm -hmm. um we have these onlookers kind of in shock as spider-man is holding up uh the human torch's body as his flames are just kind of uh slowly going out. It's I think it's a a pretty cool um like cover, but for some reason these bubbles are so weird to me. I I
0: Yes. Was so like almost off
1: put by them. I was like, what? Why did they do this?
0: Yeah, they've got arms coming out of them and it's just a little bit too much because even though it's a pretty busy cover, The composition is great. right? Like we have Spider-Man and Human Torch in the foreground. We have Speed Demon uh, running towards them. But then we have um, uh, whoever they are on the right there. Mm -hmm. But the composition, it's a nice triangle, right? Like um, Mm -hmm. Spider-Man, Human Torch in the foreground. They're all in the background. The buildings are not the greatest. Like they probably could have been simplified by leaving out the cross hatching. But yeah. But other than that, I think it's a pretty good cover. But you're right. Yeah, we could probably lose all that text.
1: Yeah. I think it's just weird. Like, So the, the first bubble says this is the speed demon. He's about to run all over Spider-Man and the Human Torch. And then there's like, instead of just like the point right. uh, of yeah. like a, a word bubble or even just having it a box, they have like a an arm and a hand pointing yes, to speed yes. demon. And then yeah. only this, myster- this mystery hero can save them. And then... It's pointing to like this green silhouette peeking around the corner. Mm, so it's just yeah. like, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's really needed. I, I just felt like, uh, well, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, to be honest, most of the text from this time period I could do without. You know? True. Like it's not great. So right. it's kind of just par for the course, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, we can jump into the story now. So tell us what's going on here.
1: Right. So we uh, we are introduced to uh, the Human Torch as he's flying around New York. And uh, he sees these uh, guys robbing a liquor store, I believe it is. Yes. Uh, and as he kind of lands on the building to uh, stop them, he, uh, he hears Spider-Man uh, shout at them. And the two of them stop these guys. Uh, they split up as spider-man and human torch are kind of like quipping back and forth and having right. a little bit of banter it's uh it's pretty fun stuff and uh they human torch and spider-man split up to catch the two guys uh, or the the group of guys as they split up and uh as they're returning the the money back to the uh the owner of the store the speed demon comes and steals it and right. uh Human Torch is kind of a little too uh, ready and eager, and flies off to go try to stop Speed Demon. But Spider-Man knows like Speed Demon isn't really somebody to mess with. Like he he's extremely fast, and it's hard to kind of catch up with him. So he goes off with uh, Human Torch. Um, and uh, as we uh, as we look back at the crowd, we see these. Uh, this this guy kind of getting angry and upset uh-huh. about these costumed heroes, and he starts making a big scene. And his dad is trying to calm him down. Uh, and we see, or we learn that it is um, Leapfrog.
0: Yeah, can't
1: remember his real name. I yeah, should have written um, it down. Vincent, Vincent Patillo. Patillo. Yeah. Yes. Um. So. Yeah, we don't really know why he's upset at the like right off the bat. But when they when him and his son go home, he kind of retells the tale of Leapfrog Mm -hmm. uh, and how he tried to he was an inventor and none of his inventions uh, really made him any money. So he decided to make his own uh, uh, supervillain costume and uh, he made these like springing boots and made this like Muppet esque frog costume and uh it was stopped by daredevil and kind of gave up his villain uh villain life a long time ago and he's trying to uh make enough money to support his son after he's out of jail and his wife has just passed away so he's really down on his luck and uh we kind of see him almost losing it a little bit
0: right right
1: uh we he gets all caught up in the backstory and when his son tries to console him he like slaps him
0: backhands of yes yeah
1: yeah it's it's definitely hard to kind of read i guess not not super hard it's not too graphic but it was just kind of like jarring i guess uh and this son decides that he's gonna steal the leapfrog costume and go uh uh try to be a hero as Leapfrog rather than uh, being a villain to show his dad that he's created something great, which I think is really – I think that's a really cool um, origin for a superhero.
0: Definitely.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure how great of a, a superhero Leapfrog is. I don't think he's really going to be showing up no. a lot more. But
0: uh, Although I can definitely confirm he comes back because I've come across him in a later story. Like right. I, when I was a kid, I did. So – and this is definitely the type of Spider-Man '80s '80s Spider-Man story that I'm used to. Like, it, the whole premise is ridiculous, right? Yeah, like I don't it's know really if Frog, Yeah, I don't know if he was ever intended to be a serious character, but clearly from the story, I mean, he's treated as a joke, which is right. kind of funny, right? I I think that they could.
1: I think they could totally make him a serious character, though. Mm. I, I honestly think that it's the design of the costume that makes it goofy.
0: Right, yeah, which is the, fine. There's nothing wrong with that. He's not right. be serious, but yeah.
1: Um, yeah, cuz and and I'm yeah, again, I'm fine with it too. Like I I really love some of these like goofy villains that Spider-Man just kind of like tosses aside every each issue and they're not really a big deal in the long run. Right. Um, but if they wanted to make him serious, they totally could cuz I I think a lot of Spider-Man's villains are very like animal-based. And it's right. like the score. Like the, they could easily make the scorpion like a ridiculous looking supervillain, but, but he he's very intimidating at times. Right. Um, same with Dr. Octopus. Like imagine if they had made Dr. Octopus as literal as they made Leapfrog. Yeah. Right. With the costumes. Well, like it could be absolutely <laughs> insane, but. Um,
0: yeah. And that's the thing is sometimes they do make Dr. Octopus too campy, but then true. sometimes they, may, they do them right, I mm-hmm. think, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, so so then, so then Leapfrog basically just starts leaping <laughs> around the city and we can see people kind of like, watch out you maniac cripes, he's going to trample me, like people have no idea what the heck is going on. Right. Uh, Spider-Man and Human Torch are still kind of, you know, uh, bantering back and forth and mm-hmm. then Speed Demon's back, right? And then what happens right. after that?
1: Uh, I was just going to say real quick, there, there's a line that stuck out to me as Leapfrog is like jumping around like kind of out of control we see these two guys standing up against a building and the guy goes oh right looky there wally it's that kermit fella from tv uh-huh. and uh his friend's response is you've been nipping the sauce again ricky
0: it's hilarious i love it
1: so yeah um yeah as they're uh they're running after speed demon we see uh we see speed demon kind of like swirl around in a vortex and uh almost like a tornado and it swoops up human torch and puts out his flames and he right. falls to the ground which i guess would probably wouldn't that make his flame stronger
0: well i,
1: I you know I, it's comic book to, stuff i just figured i yeah
0: to an extent you're right yeah. it's like anything it's like you can you can when you blow on fire you can either blow it out or you can fan the true flame, right on how hard you blow so right I guess that's what they're thinking yeah
1: but yeah it's um, a cool idea so, uh, Human Torch gets back up and he's trying to blast him, but Speed De- uh, Speed Demon is just going way too fast. Uh, mm-hmm. Spider Man says something like, uh, "You know, I've I've experienced battling Speed Demon before. I can handle this. I'm the one who's going to nail him." And as he as he tries to web him, Speed Demon runs out of the way and he webs this bystander right in the face. Yes. It's really great. Um, and then at the bottom of page uh, digital 13, I really mm-hmm. like this uh, panel. Uh, it's like a, this long panel. The city sure. is all blue and all three heroes are in red, mm-hmm. uh, like just solid red. Uh, Speed Demon is running away and kind of blast right through some bystanders bystanders. And they're like this guy's suitcase is flying out of his hand a briefcase and his hat is in the air and, this girl's hair is like blowing in the wind. Right. And the newspapers are flying everywhere. And uh even like the street the street post, like the, the street that are on is a one way street, and the arrow yes. is like pointing in the direction of Speed Demon and like everything just pops in this sure. completely blue uh panel besides the characters, like they really kind of stand out. I thought I thought it was I don't know. Well it stands I- out to me.
0: Well, for me to be honest, I to me it just looks lazy. I like I know that they cut a lot of corners with coloring and in cases mm-hmm. like this, and I felt like, uh, to be honest, I would have rather just seen like the natural colors of the building. Like you can see above, the buildings are green, green and orange, orange, and then all of a sudden it's all blue. Like I know that sometimes they do, they do it for effect, but right. I felt like here it was just a rush job. But right. I guess it does still work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So And you know what's funny? As far as the art, I really like the next page, which is original page. Oh, yeah. I don't know, it doesn't say, but page 14. Like the shot of uh, Leapfrog at the top left and the bottom left are excellent poses. Like the way that he's kind of like fumbling around. as he's Right. Leaping, I think those are great. Yeah. It, uh, it,
1: like I, I think some of the poses kind of remind me of Spider-Man too. Like, right. Uh, the way that Spider-Man sits a lot of the times kind of looks like a frog. So right. it it kind of almost pays homage to that. But because he is just a kid and doesn't really know what he's doing with this costume, he hasn't really used it a whole lot. Right. Uh, he's he's flopping around with it. So it's almost like if Spider-Man was doing these poses for the first time. So right. yeah, the, there's some really fun stuff in here. And um, it's
0: funny because, yeah. So then he, he touches down next to a, uh, this older woman and he's like, not uh he rescues them from or he, sorry he rescues her from some muggers he's like not to worry madam i've sent those rascals running please please spare me your words of thanks i then of course she smashes him <laughs> in the head with a bag of groceries right it's fantastic you yeah. call me you prevert i don't know why she calls him a prevert i don't know if For, it's like an old joke or something yeah but yeah it's pretty funny but, so then yeah he basically just starts keeps on leaping right leaping yeah. through the city leaping on a cop car uh meanwhile Human Torch and Spidey are still chasing Speed Demon around, and he's just making mincemeat of them as they go, right? Right, and he's
1: got like just more and more and more stuff as he's going. Like he's he's robbing places as he's running away from them. It's right, great, right?
0: He's so arrogant, right? But he mm-hmm. just keeps getting away with it. They just can't catch him. I think that's really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, so yes, Spider-Man tries to outsmart him and webs uh, webs up a. a a pole in a building to kind of stop him like this huge net and he just Mm -hmm. breaks right through um, and Human Torch tries to like blast off and and go just as fast as him and he like goes right through a Michelin tire truck as Speed Demon like swings around a pole to stop himself from flying into the truck. Uh, It's yeah, really Mm -hmm. great and then uh, Speed Demon tries to get away by um punching the ground and breaking these rocks and started starts throwing them at spider-man and human torch and human torch is hit by one and falls to the ground spider-man saves him and uh uh that's when speed demon says you know what this is this is where i'm gonna get them now that he's down and trying to help his friend he runs towards him and uh uh spider-man lifts up i guess this panel that's on the road like maybe there's yeah I don't it's know like it's like a it looks like maybe a subway maintenance gate something, or something yeah. like that so he lifts it up it's uh spidey almost uses it as a ramp to shoot speed demon into a nearby building
0: right so that's pretty cool right and then speed demon comes back makes his way back down now he's using garbage can lids to like swing them at spider-man mm-hmm. and now everyone's together because now finally leapfrog intervenes like into the scene right so now he's right. tr- he's cr- kind of in on the action as well and uh he's like you know if only i can get in there and put the kibosh on speed demon right in front of those two and the cops that are after me so like now he's trying to again he's trying to make a he's trying to make a name for himself mm-hmm. right and so He's, he's doing his best, but he doesn't doesn't quite work out the way he planned, right?
1: Right. Yeah, He he jumps in and his dad kind of shouts for him from the crowd right. and he slips. Um, and as that happens, we see uh, he lands on like a canopy and is kind of knocked out for a couple of seconds. Right. Uh, s- uh, Human Torch tries to blast Speed Demon, but he ends up blasting a fire hydrant, which like blasts him and puts his flames out. Right. Um, so... Uh, then we jump back to uh leapfrog uh and he's gonna shut down the power pack and when he does he 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 switches on the wrong switch which i guess kind of turns it into like like turbo mode and he starts bouncing everywhere like off of buildings almost as fast as speed demon is running and he Mm. lands right on top of speed demon kind of crushing him right and uh Uh, accidentally saves the day
0: so yeah total comedy slapstick ending which is fine because that's been the tone of the whole issue right Mm -hmm. so again this reminds me a lot of um, like I didn't read this comic as a kid but this reminds me of the tone of of a lot of the Spider-Man comics I read in the 80s so yeah I I think it fits right in and like we've been saying clearly things have improved since Cary Gamble's taken over as artist. and again I never really liked him as a kid but He's just knocking it out of the park here. I think mm-hmm. it's great. You yeah. Know? It's like it's not like I would never take one of these panels and put it up my wall, but the storytelling is great. As we said earlier, some of the figures are really good and it's just a lot of fun. You know, it's classic Spidey.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of fun. There's a lot of camp in it. And uh, again, maybe it's just because a lot of the Marvel team have been stinkers, but I really enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, me too. And I, I would probably recommend it too. Like it's, yes. it's a pretty good example of like some just fun uh Marvel crossover team-ups. So
0: Absolutely, yep. Yeah. So yeah, I recommend this one as well. So now, that takes us to Peter Parker the Spectacular Spider-Man number 70, which wraps up the Cloak and Dagger Silvermane story.
1: Right. So last issue we see that uh uh Dagger kills Silvermane. But right. at the start of this one, uh the silvermane kind of comes back and he has this uh this cyborg body and he's kind of like wrecking havoc again and again it i guess it's almost like a little bit of a repeat from last issue like they have to spider-man is trying to stop cloak and dagger from killing silvermane and they have to kind of decide if it's right or if it's what they should be doing is going and stopping and killing this guy Mm -hmm. um so that's pretty much the gist of it there's some really great stuff in here i think yeah, um,
0: uh, yeah, like the opening splash page.
1: Oh, it's so good!
0: Spider Man is kind of sticking himself to the the corner of the the ceiling, over top of um, a bunch of these goons shooting. Or no, is it the cops?
1: Um, no, these are um, these are Silvermane's like guys. These goons, right? Because um, they um, Spider Man had webbed up the door previously, so they couldn't right. barge in um and yeah so we so we have him like pinned up at the top so he he's not getting shot at and the spider-man is the like, spider-man is like beh- the words spider-man is behind yes. him for on that title wall. on the wall so
0: cool yes again uh, will eisner-esque Very so cool. great
1: um yeah and then the the of all the bullets like just <laughs> yeah. bursting through the door and the door is uh-huh. just crumbling behind it yeah really really great splash page um so then we jump into these guys bursting through the door and spider-man is trying to take them all, all at once while the scientist is going and trying to like uh keep silverman alive and yeah. uh they take him away and uh uh, they end up like encasing, like putting them in this like almost coffin esque or like sarcophagus yes. type of yes. metal machine. And they, uh, it's like a almost like an iron lung. Like he's completely encased in this thing as they take him out and right. drive away in this ambulance.
0: Right, um, right, right.
1: And we do get like a, a quick little um, panel of the kingpin. Right. Uh who is kind of laughing and enjoying this that Spider Man is fighting Silvermane as two enemies are um right. at each other's throats. It's it's I think it's a nice little nod that we see Kingpin pulling the strings behind this whole thing. Yes. Like just it. with the one panel. He's not right. like a super important part of the story, but at least we know that like he's still lurking in the shadows, making sure all this is happening and going according yep. to plan. It's yeah, I thought that was a really fun little cameo by him.
0: Uh, and also, one of my favorite scenes is when Spider-Man gets back to his apartment, and he's like, you "Gotta get out of this sweaty costume, get this film developed, and over to the Daily Bugle, and start studying for my exams before I collapse for the night." Yeah. But then, you know, snore. He just falls asleep. Fall- on his desk. Yeah, it just I crashes. I love it. That's yeah. classic Peter Parker right there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's back to cloak and dagger.
1: Yeah. So we see them uh, show up and. Um, we kind of see dagger being kind of like beaten up about having having just killed silvermane and like you know kind of having this internal struggle of like should i have done this like did we really need to kill him and then um we see these guys in the alleyway
0: yeah, it's funny how no matter where they go, they just happen to stumble upon drug deals. But whatever, right. that's fine, right?
1: Right. So they, they go and they stop these guys. They drop down on them. And drop down on them and, you know, uh, we cut away. So we don't really see what's going on. But we do get this really cool splash page of yes. them, like, jumping down the alley. Dagger is, like, holding on to the staircase as she's shooting these daggers from her hands. And Cloak is, like floating down and he's got this like grimace as these guys are like yeah yeah, they're like like screaming and squinting as they're being hit by these light daggers it's yeah really fun
0: really good shot it's almost Mm -hmm. like sin city-esque the way that they're drawn yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's really good yeah so then we cut back to the daily bugle and peter parker is once again having fun with uh jay jonah jameson who's all pissed off because there's no pictures of Silvermane, but of course. Peter Parker got some because he was there as Spider-Man, right. right? And so then he uh, goes back on his way. And then we get one of the coo- – probably the coolest sequence in the whole book. Oh, so great. Where uh, we see Peter Parker getting onto a bus. And the panels of him getting on the bus and then exiting it are intercut with these black panels and these word bubbles. Am I alive? Yes. Open your eyes. Doctor, you've done it. But I'm still this but i'm still the same still old yes silvermane you're still old but you're not the same and it cuts back to this Ugh. shot of silvermane in a robotic body okay that i saw in the marvel universe handbook when i was a kid and i think this freaking design is so cool what are you saying it's so great yes <laughs> um
1: the, yeah this entire page is fantastic uh like like you were saying at the beginning with those like thin black panels like it it looks like blinking right? right i'm assuming that's what it's trying to mimic yeah. um so we see him kind of gain consciousness again and we see the reflection of his face in the scientist's goggles and the way that it's inked and sketched is really cool like it's really rough and uh there's some cool line work there and then yeah that that like almost half page panel of Silvermane in this like robotic uh uh like cyborg body now is right. so cool uh so really the only thing that's left of him is his face and then it's all robot body. And then inside we can see his organs hooked up yes. to these like metal tubes, like, right. you know, flying out of the his, his chest and like running up his arms. And yeah, it's really cool. Such and a fun design. Is,
0: yeah. And if you can imagine, it's not quite like the Terminator where – it, it it's it's skeleton like if you were to imagine it's like not just skeleton it's almost like skeleton plus tendons and muscles and yeah. they're just made to look like like all metallic so it's a really cool design mm-hmm. and i also have to point out do you remember the redesign of brainiac from 1983 for are you familiar with brainiac Ooh, from superman
1: i do yes i am familiar with brainiac but i don't remember the specific okay. um so,
0: Yeah, so Brainiac, as we all know, is a green-skinned villain with blonde Mm -hmm. hair or blonde facial hair. Um, And in 1983, DC commissioned a redesign of Brainiac and uh, Lex Luthor. And as far as I know, the Brainiac redesign from 83 was also done by Ed Hannigan. And it's a similar kind of vibe. I don't know if you remember, but he basically looked like Again, like a metallic skeleton, but hmm. with this weird big skull with this uh, like, kind of glass dome over his head. Over his head. Uh, yeah, and I don't if know you if you I'm familiar chance, with that. I'll have to look yeah. that up. Unfortunately, it only lasted a couple years because then DC rebooted everything with Crisis. But right. it was a really cool design. And I think they used it in the superpowers toys in like 1985, okay. 86. So yeah, it's, it's really cool if you get a chance to look oh, it yeah. up. Oh
1: yeah, I'll definitely look that up after.
0: And then I also got to point out the next page, uh, the shot of Silvermane holding up that big machine that was used in his Marvel Universe entry that I okay. read as a kid. And so I, I've looked at that panel a thousand times. Like it's such a cool shot. It's
1: really great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's huge too. It's like half the page um, vertically. Right. Which is pretty interesting. I don't I don't think we really get too many of those. At least they no, don't like stand out a whole lot where it's like a whole half page vertically. Good um, point. But it really shows, like, the power and strength. The last issue we see him, he he can barely lift up his head when he's, like, almost dying on his bed. Uh, and now, right. like, after being killed and brought back as a cyborg, he has all this strength and, like, way more power than he ever had before. And, yeah, he lifts up this machine above his head and throws it with ease. It's right. so great. Yeah, and then we get this, um like, close-up shot of him we could still see that like there's a lot of pain in the face too like
0: right right like oh
1: yeah so great Mm -hmm. um so after that yeah he bursts out the uh the building and we cut back to peter parker in class and he's talking to poor deborah whitman
0: (laughs) yeah
1: um i actually kind of like this interaction i don't think peter parker was a jerk at all no um but we we definitely see that she really does care for him and is like so worried about him um at first peter is uh thinking that she's going to be upset about punching biff but um uh she kind of starts talking like almost like hinting at what's going on with with him and Spider-Man.
0: Right. And I thought she was going to, but she didn't. Right. She didn't fess up. Right. But, oh, well.
1: Um, but yeah, so we, we, we see that she's like really
0: worried. Um, and of course, we cut over to some uh, black teenagers uh, in a subway, and we know that the drug dealers because they're black. Yeah. I mean, no, you yeah. know, it's, it's kind of ridiculous because I think we've seen this in the... Anytime Cloak and Dagger are around, we suddenly have black supporting characters. Right. always drug dealers, unfortunately. so Yeah, it's, it's really sign weird. all the times. Yeah, it's, it's embarrassing, but I mean, pretty much all comic books were like that at the time. Yeah. They make it right, but we can't judge them by modern standards, but it mm-hmm. is pretty ridiculous yeah anyway and then uh and so then yes yeah, silvermane comes down and he encounters these guys and he wants to find out who sold them out and of course one of the guys is like "Cripes, the old geezer knows we spilled the beans he actually says that as he's running <laughs> away which is kind of funny so yeah, yeah silvermane is ripping steel girders off the, off of the roof and throwing them at these guys and then spider-man comes in to help out and and then him and uh silvermane get into this fight and then, they're, um, as the train is coming, sorry, what were we going to say?
1: I, I really love some of these panels on this page. Digital, yes. uh,
0: digital, digital sixteen.
1: Oh, okay, sixteen. Yeah, the as the these like drug dealers are running away, we have uh, Silverman kind of like towering over them, ripping off that beam, and then the yes. beam flies down and almost hits them. Uh, and then the third panel is like the background is completely red and then all the characters in the beam are like black and then they have like these white silhouettes that are kind of like shining on them as we see this arm like jut into frame and grab the first guy's uh like scruff of his shirt right it's so great i love that it was like really like shocking and, and definitely told that story of how powerful and how quickly he was able to do this and Right. Um, how absolutely just scared they were and close to death they were yeah so yeah really great and then again yeah like even the next page this stuff is so good
0: yes him and uh silvermane fighting in the dark then right the train is coming and then the train lights them up so there's shadows all behind them it's just excellent
1: yeah and and because uh silvermane is all like chrome when the light hits him it, it like it's inked so it's almost gold and like right light yellow it really makes that like chrome seem shiny and we see the light reflecting off of it and then even right. like the train conductor inside like you, this dramatic like
0: underlit l- yep.
1: underlit light yeah it's so great
0: uh, yeah i love it
1: yeah there's some fun stuff um, here
0: yeah definitely and then they're fighting on top of the train and uh, and then cloak and dagger come in mm-hmm. and to intervene with the uh the drug dealers and uh and uh, and then uh, this is a really cool freaking scene where yeah. the train is coming towards Cloak and Dagger, and then she and then uh, there, that's the train which carries. Oh, I'm doing the wrong voice. There, that is the train which carries <laughs> Silvermane. But there's no engineer driving a Cloak, it's out of control and it's coming right at you. What does Cloak do? He opens up his cloak and he swallows the train, the and the train goes train. right through him into darkness, <sighs> and then it phases. Uh, through him and comes out the other side it's so freaking cool eh
1: right I I love that it like cuts back to the train as we see uh Silverman and Spider-Man fighting right the lights what happened to the lights you wouldn't believe me if I told you and Uh then yeah it cuts back to the exact mirror of the 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 panel where he like swallows up the the train in his cape. He releases right. it out the other side. It's, it's so great. So
0: freaking cool. Yep. Yeah.
1: So fantastic. It's such a clever use of the power and right. Uh, yeah. I, I, and, I thought that's this just, was
0: great. And this is only what three appearance, three cloak and dagger appearances. Yeah. We're already getting creative use of their power. Like what a great idea. Like, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like, you know, modern Readers may criticize some of these '80s comics for being a little bit cheesy or maybe written for kids, but just the creativity to come up with these powers is just oh, amazing. For sure. I think you know, I love it. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, Spider-Man gets the the bright idea to hit the brakes on the uh, subway, which finally ends up stopping it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then Silvermane and uh, Cloak are fighting, but Cloak has been weakened, right, because he overextended himself with the, right. With uh, sort of teleporting the train, so he's not much use. So then Dagger starts shooting him. It's with her d-
1: so smart to write that in. I think right, um, exactly. Putting them in that situation to to use that cool power is one thing, but then having it like like when he swallowed up the the entire train and then spit it out through the cape, like that's that's a really cool moment. But then yeah. on top of that, using that as a story point to make it so uh dagger is the one that has to choose whether to kill silvermane at the end because this entire time cloak has known like this is exactly what he thinks he should do and what's the right thing to do and it's been dagger that's been like really dealing with it and not knowing what to do so making cloak like incapacitated and having to force dagger to make that decision on her own is such a smart way to tell that story right so uh yeah. And then
0: she decides, she's like, yes. And he has opened the path. She's like, I don't believe it, Silvermane. Acc- I, be- I don't believe it. Silvermane's accidentally collapsed the tunnel upon himself. Yes. And he, oh, sorry. That was just doing Spider Man's voice. Anyway. Right. But then she's like, yes. And he opened a path to the light above. For that, I'm grateful. With Cloak hurt, my power is halved. I am now restored then let that be your epitaph girl child for silvermane still lives and he's going to kill you and then she says no you're not going to kill anyone ever again oh and then so she great electrocutes him right but it's it actually uh, kind of empowers him for a second and we think he's okay but then he collapses right mm-hmm. he's short circuited
1: oh it's so great and then yeah. as spider-man kind of confronts them and like grabs uh dagger's shoulder cloak comes back and like swallows her up and they both disappear and we're left with this like sad Spider-Man. Yes. um, As they fade into the night.
0: I love it. I love the ending. Mm -hmm. It's great. Yeah. Again, it's like it ends quickly, but it doesn't feel like rushed, like a Denny O'Neill ending. This feels like a satisfying ending. What do you think? Right. I think that
1: I think the reason is because the, um, the villain isn't defeated. Like in the last panel, like right, we, and it, I think this would actually happen, right? Where where these vigilante heroes show up, they take care of this guy, and then they disappear immediately. So right. it's it's them kind of disappearing, and we're left with Spider Man. Like, what just happened? I, now I've got to deal with this, right? So it's right. I think kind of adds to it. I think if we had too much of Cloak and Dagger waiting around, it wouldn't feel like they're trying to get away or that they're afraid of the consequences. Right, so. and
0: actually, I I forgot about there's an epilogue. I actually almost right. missed it when I was reading it the first time. But we do get like an epilogue of um, you know, things kind of wrapping up with the the subway and like the ambulance. But then we also cut back to Deborah Whitman, right? Right. And then she's like, you know, either the boy I think I'm in love with is Spider Man, or I'm in more trouble than I thought. Right. So there's more to come with Deborah Whitman, right? Yeah. This whole spidey I, subplot. I'm definitely it.
1: excited to see uh what her story ends up being because yes yeah too. i'm curious right but this is a definite recommend all three of the uh yes. cloak and dagger uh, uh issues that we've read from spectacular spider-man have been absolutely fantastic
0: yep i, I agree think
1: those three in particular have just been so so good the art is great the stories are extremely well done so I definitely recommend this one. And I, I think it's an all three recommend for the issues that we read this week, too.
0: Yes, I think Spider-Man yeah. is hitting his stride. I mean, when we started in 1980, there was still some Oof, major yeah. rough spots. But now I think it's getting to the point where, you know, it's like virtually every issue we're reading is good. So mm-hmm. this is good. This is good stuff here, folks. Yeah so yeah so that wraps up this week's episode next week we will be reviewing um an amazing spider-man 233 with uh the return of the tarantula uh marvel team up 122 with the man thing and peter parker the spectacular spider-man with no particular supervillain, but it looks like a really cool story about guns so Ooh. yeah so it'll be an interesting one yeah and you can take it from here
1: sure yeah uh we want to keep this conversation going so we want to hear what you guys think about the podcast and the issues that we're reading and talking about so uh why don't you guys head over to facebook or uh spotify or apple podcast leave us a review and uh keep that conversation going you could find us at the comic book syndicate or if you want to find us and talk to us on twitter you could find us at the comic or sorry at comic book syndicate
0: that's right. So this has been your favorite Bronze Age Spider-Man podcast. So until next Monday, this has been Here Comes the Spider-Cast. All right. See you then. <laughs>